it's Erica. And Liana. Come join us on Patreon. Where you can unlock weekly episodes, videos, and... Be invited to Patreon-exclusive Zoom meetups. Just download the Patreon app and search for Night Guys Podcast. Or go to the website, www.patreon.com forward slash nightguyspodcast. You can join for as little as $2 a month for full access. See you on Patreon. Squiddle deedle 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 deedle. And it's Liana, and this is the Night Guys Podcast. We're here to join you weekly to cover weird and spooky stuff, supernatural, extraterrestrial, cryptid, culty, true crime. And today, we have a special guest. I'm so excited. Ah! So guys, we have Rian from Moonstone Witchery. And Rian, welcome. Thank you so much. Hi, thank you. Yay. pronounced your name right, right? I'm not crazy. You did. You pronounced it right. Just like reincarnation. I feel you got so it. special. You did really well. A plus. <laughs> I was <Right>. really nervous. <laughs> well, you know how that is. Because your name, it's always not pronounced. No, but Which, they, people like to Leon. say like, they're, like, there's an O in my name. And I'm like, there isn't one. I'm like, there isn't. Leona. That's kind of funny. Right. It sounds like a Harry Potter character. See, then that Leona, makes me think of go. Fiona, which makes me think of Shrek, <laughs> and I'm like, that's not it either. Kind of does. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like her, though. She's cute. All right. No. Anyway. <laughs> I like no tangents. Not right now. Never okay, mind. So, okay. <laughs> Rian, you are a Jill of all trades. Like, you have a witchy store. You give, you do spells. You have intuitive readings. Even you have, never, like, subscription service, YouTube channel, podcast. Do you have time to breathe in between any of this? No, I do not. No, (laughs) No, I absolutely don't. And you're a mama. And I'm a mama. Yeah, that's very true. I just kind of just keep moving all the time is basically my thing. And then I collapse at the end of every day. Just keep that perpetual motion and then just... Understandable. Right. I feel like if I take any breaks, I'll never stop taking a break. So I just keep going, you know? (laughs) I get that. Yeah. Then it will turn into forever. Like now I'm just a part of the couch <laughs> until, yeah, exactly. until one and like a, the child runs <laughs> up and is like, mom, it's like, ah, <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> so so uh, Rian, if, did I miss anything? I mean, can you tell us a little more about like what it is that you do? Cause I know I gave a brief overview, but yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I do have lots of things happening. Um, and well, hearing it listed like that, I'm like, oh damn, I do do all those things. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, the biggest part of my work is mostly I do a lot of intuitive readings and I'm a certified oh. life coach as well. So um, I've been in private practice for a really long time. That was actually the first thing I started with. But as I began to embrace that I was also a psychic intuitive, um, I kind of just added that portion of things to my business. And I do readings, past life regressions, and I do intuitive coaching. So like I've kind of made the coaching style my own and, and use people's guides to help awesome. me guide them. Um, and yeah, then on, on the, so I run the Instagram account. It's mostly memes, <laughs> but I like to use humor to teach. So Um, I just think it's, yeah, like the memes are funny and then it kind of opens up a dialogue. Um, cause I've always been teaching spirituality and witchcraft and all kinds of things like that as well. So, um, then website just kind of naturally came from products. I was sort of just putting together for people. I was like, maybe more people would want some of these and crystals and stuff like that, you know? Um, and my fiance, she's really into crystals. So, um, (gasps) She kind of runs that side of the business as well. Yeah. It's nice that so you have some help there cool. and that it's not just you doing all oh of Oh my that. God. Without her, she runs my life. So like, <laughs> I'm very like, seriously, I'm like very ADD and that's not like, I'm not being hyperbolic. I actually have like ADD. So I'm very like all over the place. And because she organizes my schedule and my everything, that's the only way I can do all of this stuff is because she's helping me. That's so. wonderful. Yes. Aww. That's so yeah. sweet. That's Shout awesome. out to Fiance. That's nice to have <laughs> that. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. She's <laughs> Hold amazing. It down. What? Okay. So now that you hearing that, that made me wonder what's your and her signs. 
Oh my gosh. So we are both Scorpios. Ooh, uh, I know. Okay. <laughs> yes. And I love both it. Have our Venus is both in Scorpio too. Um, oh, cute. It's an, it's an intense That's experience. a lot. Yeah. We actually, when we first met, um, we met at this spiritual community thing and I was running this group and we all went around and said our signs. And when I heard that hers was Scorpio, when she heard that mine, we were both like not dating that girl. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, no. You're like instantly hate. <laughs> all right. Like, I'm the only Scorpio. Never two here. Scorpios together. Um, but our moons and our ascendants are kind of okay. Like her ascendant is Virgo, which is an earth sign. My ascendant is Scorpio. So I'm just really. Oh, okay. okay. So maybe her helping planning a <laughs> Her, her Virgo. Yeah, she's now. got, she's holding it down over there in that capacity. Thank God, because I don't have any earth placements in my chart at all. So you can imagine how I'm just like floating above the world, yeah. not knowing what's going on. <laughs> Which is great until you're like, okay. Right. It's helpful. <laughs> how do I get back down to panic? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it makes me very psychic, but it makes me very like not able to do regular life really well. So <laughs> thank God I have her. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, Liana's mm-hmm. an interesting one. She's all Libra placements, like with oh. her moon, sun, um, Well, wait, no, oh I have gosh. an Aquarius as well. Cause that was, the th- that was, oh, maybe it was, was that then. Libra. So it's all air. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I could float away <laughs> anytime. There you go. You sneeze and she's gone. <laughs> can't help it that's so great though I love that you guys get to do that together and that you both yeah started loving that stuff anyway and now you just use it yeah it was like a really good blend it was really cool how it just kind of naturally fell into place like that so it's been awesome how cool is say you met at a like a spiritual like group kind of retreat thing too that's so awesome sounding it's not like I've met at a bar it's like that's so cool sounding yeah well Actually, one of my friends had seen her at an event beforehand and texted me and goes, I think I just found your wife, right? And um, oh. and then, so of course we were trying to like internet stalk her um, to try to find I her. Mean, yeah, of course you. We, yeah, obviously. <laughs> we couldn't find her. And then somehow she popped up and I was, I used to work at this spiritual center where we met. Um, so I kind of was like, took it upon myself to email her and be like, hey, we're looking for speakers and like whatever, <laughs> which we were. Sneaky. That was part of my job. Not a lie. <laughs> <laughs> have to be the one to send that email but I was like oh I'll volunteer you know um and then so when she came to the group just to check the place out that's when we officially met so it was cute that's so sweet I like that that's cute I'm into it (laughs) (laughs) so I feel like we kind of bypassed this section but we usually ask like a icebreaker question Right. It has nothing to do with anything. anything. We don't really need but, one with you because. But I still feel like we should ask. Easy to talk to, but we would love to know what your opinion is on this. Yeah, go Erica. <laughs> Let's do it. How do you feel about it. pizza the next day? Should it be reheated or stay cold? <laughs> oh man. So there's no right answer because all everything to do with pizza is excellent. Okay. okay. So, but I prefer cold pizza the next day. I think <laughs> <it's> awesome. <laughs> I do. It's so good. I love it cold. I do like it warm. I mean, reheated is good too. It depends on our methods though. Cause if we're reheating in a microwave, mm-mm. Mm-mm. but if we're reheating in like a toaster oven, then I can get mm-hmm. really on board with that. You're right. So mm-hmm. this is, there you this go. is the correct answer. <laughs> no, see, my, my husband only eats it reheated. He's like, oh, so he turns on the oven. He gets it in a pan, like everything. Oh, it's a whole oh, thing. Yeah. Whereas okay. I'm just like, give me that cold pizza because it was delicious yesterday and it's going to be just as delicious today. Cold pizza is bomb. So I, I saw someone reheat pizza in like a frying pan what? before. Like, and they were like, this is the only way, this is the best way to reheat pizza. And I was like, what is happening? I didn't know. I don't know if they put, I don't know if they put anything in it. Right? I just kind yeah. of, that's, I just, that's commitment. I don't know about that. That's new. That's new. That's weird. That's weird. I don't know about that. Follow me for leftover tips. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only one I have. So, okay. well, that's our only weird icebreaker question that we didn't really need to ask, but I felt like we did need to know. I was into it. Okay. Um, yeah. The world needs to know, right? Yes. Everyone should have an opinion on it. Um, True. So, with your abilities, well, I don't even know if I should ask that. I mean, I guess just how did you get started on this whole path? I mean, I know that you said that you were working at that retreat facility and everything, but like, has this been like your 
whole life? Yeah. So when I was little, I could see my angel standing in my room. Um, I could always, mm -hmm. I, I could always, and still can actually remember what it feels like, like in the pre-birth worlds, oh, like the energy whoa. realm. Like wow. I distinctly know that feeling. Um, and I, I was like, I was like a depressed child. I, so I, I would literally say to my dad, like, why am I here though? Like, can <sighs> I go back? Like, I don't want to do this. You know what I oh mean? My and gosh. That, that thought still lingers with me <laughs> at this point, especially, you know, recent administrations and all that stuff. I'm like, why would I incarnate right now? Um, but I, yeah. So when I was little, I could see lots of things. Um, and then I found out that that wasn't everybody's experience. So oh, I kind of shut it down a little bit um, yeah and then it kind of becomes scary because it's not you know the, like yeah normal. exactly and also I mean I had a fairly like um a traumatic upbringing I just didn't come from a great family environment and oh. when people come from situations like that it really activates their empathic capabilities to be honest with you because um allowing your empathic side to come out it's really almost a trauma response because mm. what you're doing is you're hyper sensing everybody else's emotions so that you're keeping yourself That's safe true. um so it can unlock and open that up for you so um I just had I've always had awareness about all of this stuff and I've always been you know low-keying like readings and when I was a teenager I would like randomly approach someone and be like your grandmother's here you know um because I didn't realize that could be very off-putting to someone in a grocery store you oh, know gosh. like if I saw their their deceased relative I'd be like hey your grandmom says what's up like she's fine you know um so, yeah it's always but I did really shut it down in myself for a long time just because I didn't really have the confidence and the you know the awareness around what was I supposed to do with it totally um, but my guide that's not something you get taught no, I mean, you do if you're not. lucky, but like, yeah, you know, well, who do you, you need exactly. a guidebook. <laughs> and there was not one, right? And like, yeah. um, so I don't know, I just kind of eased my way into it. And I've always had a spiritual calling, which is, um, so I went to divinity school and became ordained as an interfaith minister. Um, oh, wow. And it was through that, that I think I just allowed myself to take, take ownership of it. Cause you have to kind of come out, right? Like I've come out about so many damn things. I came out as gay and I came out as a psychic and a witch. And so it's just kind of like owning and claiming these truths about yourself and putting them out there really is, is the hardest part. Wow. Yeah, and with, for with sure. being an intuitive, you have to believe yourself first, you know, cause sure, that's hard. Cause there's true. a lot of skepticism out there. Of course. So yeah. And yeah. it's easy to doubt yourself. I mean, it's sometimes in instances like that if you're like you know what maybe I'm not and then I'll just hang it up and it's that's almost like kind of sometimes an easy way out you know like taking on all yep. of these great abilities and gifts you have it's not necessarily easy you know in the beginning especially yeah well and so self-work has always been my passion um because of that traumatic upbringing I had that's why I got into life coaching and then I realized that like self-work and the spiritual path are really very similar um and so you know I teach like baby intuitives kind of how to develop their gift and my number one thing with them is to learn to trust yourself because that is exactly what you were just saying that's the hardest part is just like throwing out your self-doubt and saying like well what if this is real like what if I am actually intuitive and reading things correctly you know mm -hmm. so that's wow. my biggest hurdle <laughs> yep again overthinking yeah. <laughs> you're not the only one that's the hardest part for everybody yeah yeah it's rough because it's 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 the hard one to overcome because that like logical brain is very convincing sometimes and then yep. the fun like what if magical science like little quieter sometimes yeah <laughs> that's the fun one and it's like I want that one to be loud not the <laughs> yeah side he's lame <laughs> <laughs> to kind of skirt not I don't want to like bring up your like you said your your kind of traumatic past but aside from that does do your abilities like run in your family like is this something that came from like grandmothers this is just kind of like your yeah. like bubble that came out of nowhere with this so my answer is I don't really know oh, okay. um my my mother is pretty intuitive um and gifted but she's very shut down about it got it um mm -hmm. and not at all open to it so I think that probably she's 
she's the one I would have gotten this from. Mm -hmm. Now her parents, I find that typically it does descend like through the mother's side for some reason. Um, Now her parents both passed away when she was pretty young. So I don't have a lot of knowledge about any of their giftedness or anything that kind of happened there. I do have two sisters and a brother um, and none of them seem to be, my one sister is super empathic and very like, one of those people who always just knows exactly what you need in the right, you know, in the right moment. So I would call that intuitive. Okay. Um, But none of them, none of them have like claimed the word for themselves or like are owning interacting with it really. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like you said, it's hard to do. It's hard to be like, I am confident in my abilities. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I think you have to have that inner drive or that inner calling to to really like propel yourself into, into like, cause I was kind of like, all right, I get it. Like, what do I need to do to make this go away? And they're like, well, do the thing. You know, that's my guides were the, they that are talking to me. They're like, well, you have to interact with it more. So if they hadn't been nagging me so much, I might've just shut it down for longer. (laughs) But That wasn't really an option. Sure. That's really neat. I'm glad they nagged you. (laughs) Right. since you are an empath like could you describe because i'm really curious because i'm just am um like what it is you want to be like you yeah pretty much um what what is it that you feel when you are feeling someone else's feelings i know it's i just said feel like six times but (laughs) no yeah that's a really good question um when i'm with someone else's feeling so a lot of this takes discernment right because if you are just like an empath who hasn't been paying attention to it you can just feel someone else's feelings and you don't realize that they're not your own feelings because what's happening is they're just kind of like invading your energy field and then you're like why am I suddenly in this mood you know what I mean because you're aware of the emotions um when I'm feeling someone's feelings because I'm hyper aware um just because this is my job and so I've spent lots of time having a lot of awareness around how this all works within me I'm I'm aware that when I feel someone else's feelings it kind of comes in and sits just on my chest um and if it's not moving or coursing through my whole body I know it's not mine if it's just kind of like a fog right in like my like chest or my like face area kind of it sounds weird but then I'm like this is somebody else's emotion and it kind of just radiates the emotion at me Mm -hmm. um and I can know okay this is you know, not me. And then I just kind of examine it to be like, what is this feeling that I'm picking up on? And then depending on who it is, I can either ask them about it or, or not, you know, cause sometimes people mm-hmm. don't want to be like, you know, interviewed on their secret emotion. That's not so secret <laughs> yeah. to the person that this happens to, you sure, know what I mean? Sure. So there's some of that. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Now I have a question. Okay. Yes. I have everything. Every time you talk, it like triggers like other questions that I have. I'm like, Ooh, but what about this? So can you, how does that same kind of empathic ability work with uh, people who have passed on? Like, can you, like the same way you can kind of get hit with somebody who's living like terrestrial and then somebody who's not, is it work the kind of same way? Kind of. So for me and everything I'm going to say is just my experience and my experience. Yeah, sure, sure. Right? Everyone's different. So, Everyone's yeah. got their whole method. Now, for me, I've had to I've had to put up a lot of rules with the dead people just because like it can get very overwhelming. And so there's people who have passed on that are earthbound and they haven't really crossed over. So that would be what we would call ghosts, you know, or sure. the ones that right. are still earthbound. They have a very heavy resonance to them. Like I am always aware when I'm in a space that has an earthbound entity. It's very heavy and it's a little agitated. Um mm-hmm. So I don't really, I try to not really engage with them too much to to answer that question fully because I don't know if I can pick up on their emotions because I'm kind of like, scoot, like get out yeah, of here. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, you're safeguarding yourself. Right, right. I'm not really into it. Um, and then with somebody who has crossed over, um, they, a couple things. When I'm doing a medium reading, what I'll do is they'll present themselves to me um, in my mind's eye. They'll show me what they look like. Um, And they either show up in the form that the person who I'm doing the reading for will recognize, or they'll show up as their favorite version of themselves. Um, So my job is to just describe them to the person. Um, And then what they'll do if they want me to have an awareness of an emotion, they'll flood my body with a certain emotion, but I'm not necessarily reading it from them. I don't think, I think it's more like they're intentionally putting certain emotions into me rather for the sake of the reading um because I also don't really offer my body as a vessel to any spirits or entities in any capacity really because that's like 
you know yeah so well that can be really invasive and overwhelming yeah yeah right, that would exactly. be a, that's so, a lot then you'd be living in salt baths all the time <laughs> oh my god i was like getting rid of that great, actually yeah <laughs> yeah that exactly. was so nice <laughs> and i'll just conduct Start blaming ghosts. my salt bath <laughs> <laughs> yeah there you go that would be really fun i like that that would be fun so that makes sense so if you're doing mediumship and somebody comes through it's kind of more like they're just they're not imposing on you. They're just kind of conveying right. to you and it's not, yeah. you're not taking it on. They're just kind of offering up the things to. Right. And a yeah, lot of that's not intrusive. Not, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm thinking about it more. My, a lot of that could just be my boundaries that I have. Cause I have a lot of rules with how any entities are allowed to communicate with me. Mm-hmm. So part of that could be that. And I have to actually invite them in to talk to me. Um, and so it's almost like we're having a conversation rather than a, a visceral physical experience. Cause I think that would also probably be really draining. Um, but Sounds sure. it. I yeah. Mean, it have to be right. We've spoken yeah, with some other so. folks and um, I don't know if you know who Patty Negri is, but she describes it as being very draining. Yeah. I don't do a lot of medium readings unless there's mm-hmm. like someone who really needs it. Cause mm-hmm. it is Mostly like my work is very enriching and and, like, it doesn't deplete me, even Mm -hmm. though I take a lot of clients per day, I'm never really burned out because it's re-energizing. But when I do medium work, I'm, I need like a nap. Like I need something after that. That's hard. Yeah. That makes sense. Cause even if it's positive, it's still just, it's, it's heavy even regardless of what you're talking about. And it takes a lot of energy for them, for the spirit to, to get to my level where they can talk to me too. Mm-hmm. So I think partially I get drained because they're, they are using a lot of their energy and it's just like, a, I'm using a lot of mine. So yeah. Yeah. It's really neat though. Well, going back a little bit to the empathic stuff, I want to know, cause I think this is really interesting or just an interesting concept. Can you sense when other people are empaths, but they don't even know it. Like they're unknowing empaths. I know it's kind of a weird question. Yeah, no, that's a, that's actually a really cool question. Yeah. So a lot of times, well, because so half of all day, every day I'm doing is intuitive reading. So mm-hmm. I, when I read a person, I will say to them, like, do, are you aware that you're an empath? Cause it's oh. just radiating in their energy field to me, okay. you know? Um, and so it's definitely very clear, but you can, I can also say, find out and like feel, or just have a knowing around when they're blocked or when they're like against the idea of it, or mm-hmm. when they don't really want to know this part of them. Um, but a lot of times it feels like very empowering for people when they figure it out, because it gives them tools and resources and like a, a way to understand themselves, you know? Sure. Totally. Well, I imagine totally. like if you don't know that, or if you can't sense that you're just kind of like, I am overwhelmed all the time. And I don't know why, because I am. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Right. Well, there's just an openness in their energy field. I feel like with empaths, there's just like a, an openness that they have about them that it's like, a, it's like more inviting or something. It's their, their energy is more like admissible. I feel like. Okay. Okay. Aww. Yeah. That's no, so that makes sense. Oh, I like that. That makes me really happy to hear. It's intense, but that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm excited. I got a book time with you after this. I know. I'm kind of like, (laughs) I'm in the process of moving, (laughs) but I'm like all about this. Okay. Um, (laughs) So you've mentioned before guides. So do you call in guides for every aspect of your practice or are there like some where they're not needed or like, what is a guide and how do you call them in? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Multi Um, question. Multi-part question. <laughs> My guys are just kind of there all the time. Um, a lot of people are very real, ritualistic and formal with their guides. I'm sort of a pain in the ass to mine. Um, I'm a little bit sassy. I'm a little I bit rude. That. <laughs> but they wouldn't be your guides if they weren't okay with that, right? Like they exactly. like that's yes. why they're there. They like it. Yes, <laughs> right. Exactly. And whenever it's I'm nice. reading someone, if if I'm getting messages very like blunt or like in a mocking kind of way, I'm like, you must be a very blunt person. And they're like, yeah, just give it to me straight. You know? And I'm like, cause your guides are blunt as hell, you know, or like whatever. Um, That's fine. But <laughs> I have a lot of clients when I'm teaching people to work with their guides, they're like, well, I don't want to bother them. And I don't want to ask oh. for something that's too small or whatever. And here I am like trying to plug in something behind my headboard. And I'm like, yo, can you guys plug this in for me? Like I just really. <laughs> help me find out you know I'm just like 
a pain. I'm very difficult. Or I'll, I will negotiate with them and I will be like, if you want me to do that thing, you better go ahead and make it easy for me to like do this thing, you know? Um, I love it. So, I love that. Yeah. I, need to, I need to channel some of that energy. That's yeah. awesome. That sounds yeah. like my two-year-old. She's like, right. got that energy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but then of course they're always like mocking me and making fun of me. Like I'll have absurd series of events and synchronicities, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like back and forth, but, um, what are guides, I feel like the way I describe it is we've all been kind of assigned like administrative assistants that sort of try to help us stay as close to being in alignment with our highest self as possible. Um, and so they'll communicate with us and try to nudge us in a certain direction. And we have free will, which we often use to not listen to our guides. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it must be the most frustrating job in the universe to be a spirit guide oh because, <laughs> right? Like everybody wants never thought about to be that. communicated with, right? Well, everybody wants to be communicated with, but no one's listening because everyone's full of that self-doubt we talked about earlier, right? Yep. They're like, oh, like just give me a sign. And then literally something lands right in front of you. And they're like, I don't know though, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, your guides yeah. are like, oh my God, what else do I have what to do? What is wrong <laughs> with this girl? luckily they they don't get frustrated with us like they're they're fine but I just can't even imagine having the amount of patience that they must have um so yeah that would be but so difficult oh right so that's like talking to a two-year-old too right you're kind of like maybe you should put your shoes on like how about now you know and she's like ethically like no (laughs) yeah You want to go outside, right? Yeah. Yeah. So put them on. No. It's like, oh, this is impossible. Exactly. We are like the permanent two year olds to our spirit guides, probably. Yeah. I know. I definitely am. So that, what you just described basically explains to me that you have guides surrounding you at all times like it's not just like one aspect to your practice you're not just like okay well I'm going to be doing an empathic or like an intuitive reading I need to call upon my guides like they're just there all the time yeah okay so like every day I light a candle in my home and I always light a gratitude candle to my guides just because like they show up for me constantly and as that as that candle's lit it's holding the space for spirit and so I always just say like, as this candle's lit, like you guys are automatically invited to all my readings for the day. Cause I'm on, I'm, I do most of my readings over the phone. I'm on the phone for like eight hours a day with oh, clients. And wow. so, yeah. And so yes, my guides are always with me, but that's also because I'm like always doing intuitive <laughs> reading. True. Um, so there's that part of it, but they're also kind of always with me, whatever I'm doing. Like last night I was looking out the window and they were like giving me a list of things to do basically in, in my mind. Wow, so I don't, yeah, I don't ever not have them, but that's also kind of my side of that too, is that I'm always talking to them. Like with, with the traffic, I was like, yo, if there's anything you guys can do to make traffic get a little bit easier earlier when I was trying to get home, like please go ahead and do that. So I'm also always initiating conversation with them. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't really know. Now, when I do certain like, because I do uh, perform spells like for hire through my website. um, I don't use my guides for that. I'll call upon different entities and energies to support spell work usually. Um, But my guides will always chime in about like which thing they think I should be doing, you know, what approach they think I should be taking or whatever. So kind of like yes and also like no but they're also so intrinsically a part of me that they're kind of always present that's that capacity I guess so and when you communicate with them for for you I don't know if it's different for everybody but is it kind of just like a like a telepathic kind of thing or are you really hearing or how does it work yeah for you that's such a good question so this is one of the things I try to teach um, intuitives is like you have to start to begin to discern what is your own thoughts versus what are the sensations and inner knowings that you have that are being placed within you. Um, Because we can just say, oh, this inner knowing must be a thought or whatever it is, but it's not a thought. It's something that's being placed within you. And you can, once you start to get really aware, you can almost start to feel it get placed within you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. From the external source, which is the guides. But um, I used to, like I said, I used to be able to see them and I can see them in my mind's eye if I want to, but I kind of am like, we're busy. Like, let's just make it a voice call. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need to, I don't need to like see your face right now. Um, And so, yeah, but it does, it even sounds different and their language is somewhat different. Um, But when they're really trying to get my attention, I do audibly like hear them louder when they're trying to be like knock it off or whatever they're trying to tell me to do you know so cool but mostly it's like it's just so much about your own inner inner world 
Okay. So has it gotten, so for me, like if I'm trying to like, like build up that like kind of muscle to be able to do that, is it something where like over time the voice might get louder for me or at first it's kind of like quiet? Like, is it something you work yeah. on and it gets stronger yes, or is it? Absolutely. Okay. And cool. it's actually the place I start people with is to find and listen to their intuition. Um, if you can figure out where in your body, your intuition lives, you can start to interact with it on purpose and ask your intuition questions. A lot of times people are just kind of waiting for their intuition to, to, to give them signals, but it's a two-way street. You can ask your intuition like, and so I start, I start my clients with like, start by having um, your intuition make every small inconsequential decision for you so that you get used to listening to it. So oh. it's like, what should I wear today? What oh, should I buy cool. at the grocery store? What should I order for lunch? And you don't think about it. You intuit your way to all of your answers. Um, and Neat. not your intuition is not always going to make sense. But um, if you can do that, then you're really strengthening your, your intuitive channel. And then your guides communicate to, with you through your intuition a lot of the time too. So wow I like that okay okay I really feel like I need to start taking your classes <laughs> yep. once I move <laughs> like, I don't, don't want to be like I feel like I'm totally like empathic but I, I honestly feel like there's there's been a, like a lot of things in my life that I've been like I don't know kind of just randomly intuitive about but or I've been paying close attention to just letting life or whatever is going on just lead me to where I need to be and that yes. is something that I feel like I've been needing to pay more attention to. And actually just doing this podcast has really opened my mind to a lot more of, of these things yeah. that I thought were just me being a weirdo, I guess. And just being like, right. I'm just going to let this happen. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen when I do this. That's awesome. Yeah. Let the universe decide for me. But okay, I'm, yeah. I'm signing up. So just be prepared. All right. Cool. Awesome. I have lots of questions. <laughs> I have a strange question to that kind of goes in line Uh-oh. with this. I don't I feel like it's it's maybe it's not that strange. I don't know. It reminded me of this though. Years ago, uh, someone who's a good friend of mine, she's super um, empathic. She has a lot of the same gifts as you. And I remember one time, cause she knows how much anxiety I have and how much I overthink things. And she's like, let me break this down for you. And it can be a little more simple when you want to like know if it's like intuition guiding you or not. She said to just stand outside, find the North star and just clear my mind day or night. And then ask a question, like keep my eyes closed and uh, if my body naturally gets slowly pulled forward or back, that's where I've said is yes or no. So I'm almost using my body as like a wow. pendulum. Oh, and wow. I mm-hmm. thought she was full of crap. <gasps> and I went into it with full doubt, <laughs> even though I love her to death and I know she's not. No, I'm like, you're messing with me. You know, this won't work with me because like full crap in the sense that for me, it's going to work. Not that it does. I trust that she could do it day in and day out. And it's 100% accurate, but like, you know, this isn't going to work for me because it's crap. I'm going to overthink it. I'm going to ruin it. And then I started using it and it like, no, it worked. It worked though. And you reminded me of that. Cause it was like, my body was like, I was like literally letting my body physically move and take over. Yeah. And like, it was the weirdest thing ever. Because even when I hear my like thoughts going like, no, you know, it's going to be yes, because yes is the bad and you're going to lean forward. And I would kind of just really shut it down and my body would go the other way. Yeah, that's awesome. It was weird. And it was so like hearing you say that it's like you really do trust that like I'm not going to mess myself up. And I like it really, if I just got to yeah. like, let everything take over kind of. Yeah. Trust is like the foundation. It can be really hard. Trust is definitely the foundation of strengthening your intuition for sure. It's 100%. I might get too much chatter in my head. It's crazy. <laughs> that's why that's when like, you just you know, direct it all to your intuition, right? You just yeah, say, thank, I, thank you, brain. Be quiet. I'm going to talk to my intuition instead. Yeah. One day I'll get there. Right. I'm going to make you help me. <laughs> So with that, does, does that mean that like, I think I've asked someone, someone else this, but does that to you mean that everybody deep down on some level has a level of empathic, like ability or intuitive ability? Are they the same thing? I feel like I'm saying this wrong. Are they the same? They're not the same thing because empathic is feeling feelings. Intuitive is just 
knowing. Like an inner knowing, yeah, right? Yeah, knowing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they feel slightly different to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that everybody is empathic, but I do believe that everybody's intuitive. Okay. Um, because I do think that in order to pick up on the senses or the, the energy radiating from other people, there just has to be an openness to your own energy field. And I don't, I would have said that I thought everybody was empathic, except for the fact that um, I was married for a long time. And my ex-husband was like, I cannot experience whatever you are experiencing. Like he, he is the least empathic person like I've ever known in my life. Like I would be in a whole ass mood and he would just be completely unaware of it. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. How you not feel and you know and one time I said to him stop having that mood at me and he was like I can't have a mood at you and I was like yes you can though like that's <laughs> totally you know, can 100 can that's so real <laughs> yeah but he was like very much like what are you even talking about you know so oh, I don't man. know um and I've encountered people that I feel like don't just don't have access to that like they can't read the room you know what I mean like you, you know if a, a whole room kind of oh. takes a turn yeah, like I used to teach um, classes with this other person and like this one person was having a very emotional experience and having a breakthrough and, and the other teacher came in and just was like, so blah, 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 did not read the room like at all. Do you know what I oh mean? Oh my and God. That's what makes me think, I don't know that everyone's empathic, Got but it. I do think if, if intuition is defined as an inner knowing, right? Like mm-hmm. we all have an inner knowing, at least about ourselves. Mm-hmm. Now we're all conditioned culturally to like shut that shit down a little bit yep. or like to break it off mm-hmm. or whatever, but we all have some kind of inner guidance and really intuition is just listening to that. I always say it's like your antenna to like the divine, like you're, it's like this <laughs> yeah. antenna that's reading like your higher self and all the energy around you and that inner push, that inner knowing we all do have that. It's just another whether or not we let ourselves have it you know got it yeah it's so true we've mentioned it before that like when you're little you always have like it and it's so like untainted by the world and then it just it it leaves and then now I'm starting to feel more positive about the fact that like maybe as I get a little bit older like I kind of start to not care about what the world's telling me anymore and I'm gonna do my own thing and it's kind of like I can feel it kind of being like yeah go that's yeah exactly (laughs) don't listen (laughs) exactly I'm hoping it comes back around (laughs) definitely I also have one other random question for you that is not something Liana and I discussed before but make me nervous do you believe no no it's not backer (laughs) do you how do you feel about um I've heard the term like um like with, I guess you could say it's like an entity. Mm-hmm. Is that true that things can latch onto people and kind of, I've heard like the more like if depressed you are, or sometimes mm. I've heard it thrown around with people who have like an addiction to something that like maybe part of it is because there's something that is kind of like literally attached to them. That's almost um like pushing like, that like forward. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like, they know you're down, so they're going to kind of fester on it and make it worse right so one thing about like spiritual stuff is there's so much fear built into the infrastructure of it all that it and that's like in my opinion and I talk about this on my own podcast a lot actually that's kind of done on purpose because like we're living in a Christian biased culture Mm. and the thing is like it's a lot of fear right they don't want us to have that access to our own inner empowerment and our own inner spiritual greatness um, because that would take away from the power of the entity you know called the church and so a lot of fear comes up around spirituality and it prevents people from even interacting with themselves or even interacting with their own intuition because they don't want to quote like invite in something bad or offend their guides or you know accidentally do whatever Mm -hmm. and I'm always kind of like like you're not Gandalf the gray like you can't (laughs) accidentally the world like you know what I mean like none (laughs) of us are that powerful like we can't accident like somebody was like I I said something about oh I wish she would just catch fire and then my mother-in-law's house burned down like three weeks later did I do it and I'm like you are not that powerful like I'm highly trained and I couldn't like magically make your mother-in-law's house burn down like you know what I mean like it's not like maybe you're intuitive maybe you psychically felt like that was coming yeah but you're sure not, you're not accidentally like creating travesties and, and stuff Got like it. that um that no. like that kind of stuff has to be very intentionally done but uh, as to the entities um so first of all, like there's far fewer like malicious entities 
in my opinion, than people believe. Mm -hmm. That's not to say there's not a lot of earthbound people because an earthbound spirit or like a ghost is often someone who's kind of confused. Like they don't realize they've died um, or they're just sort of like, especially if they pass in like, this is why there's lots of ghosts like in like mansions from the 1800s and stuff, because a lot of times people were dying from high fevers and they were hallucinating. And when you hallucinate and pass away, you don't necessarily realize that you've passed away. Right. And so- Right. Mind so they blown. get kind of just okay. like, stuck. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so they can just sort of be wandering around. Now, there are clues, like they will be summoned back. But also, like, think about the most stubborn person that you know. Um, if they pass away, um, they might choose to not cross over because they are like mad that they're dead or they're mad that they have some unfinished business or mm-hmm. whatever. Pe- they're still people, right? So these mm-hmm. are still people when they're, especially before they're crossed over, they still retain a lot of their human qualities that they had in life now once they cross over then they're they've got like that divine perspective they're back to their higher self um but this is why there's a lot of stubborn like so we don't have to be very super scared of ghosts um I live in I lived in a haunted house in the last house I was in and I had to just keep saying to her like the year is like whatever year it was like 2016 like please look around like this is no longer your house like these are my children these aren't your children because she was like waking up the baby every night oh come on you know yeah, unacceptable. <laughs> and that was what made me be like, we're going to have a talk now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, now you're cutting into like, my time. <laughs> yeah, and I was kind of like, you don't have to cross over, but you do have to like keep GTFO. Like you need to go, yeah. right? You know, like I'm not doing this. Um, but sometimes, so as for darker energies and entities, like, um, yeah, like they can be drawn to people who are susceptible to them because like attracts like in a way, you know, if we're very down. And if you think about a, a, an earthbound energy, it's got a heavier, more depressed kind of energy because of everything I just explained, like mm-hmm. they're not really thrilled to be there. Sure. Um, yeah. So yes, but having an entity attach itself to you is kind of more along the lines of like, I don't know, having that like annoying friend follow you around when you're a kid and like you just kind (laughs) of want them to go away. Do you know what I mean? It's not some like paranormal, like it's got ultimate power over you. Okay. So it's not literally like demon attachment that is like, I need to go and get it removed. Right. Now, not that that can't happen because it totally can. But again, you kind of have to try, like you, you either have to be like really not aware and like saying a bunch of things that are out of just out, you kind of have to really accidentally be dumb like you know what I mean mm-hmm. like to, yes. to have that happen or invoke it in with intentionality and purpose um got it because they're not really just gonna plus like demons get a bad rap you know because like the word <laughs> demon I love the that word That's demon, awesome. it's true it comes from like the Greek and it used to just mean like an energy or an entity um and it's just like the little spirits that like float around Mm -hmm. and so people back then ancient Greece would like call upon demons to help them do things much like how I asked my guides to plug things in for me because I can't see it they would be like yo hey can you like go check on the harvest and make it like better or whatever and but then because the church came around they said oh people are using demons well demons are now bad okay Mm -hmm. and so there's a bunch of demons and some of them are really fine and they're mostly all kind of neutral but they're they're not all like terrible and they're not all something okay. that we have to so of. they're more on the level of like trickster not yeah or just like, like I mean I'll talk to demons all the time like they'll help me with my spells like they're not I mean you have to kind of know what you're doing and this is me talking to the baby witches like don't start summoning demons please unless you know what you're doing <laughs> yeah um yes. but <laughs> once you know what you're doing like they're not they're not all bad or good or anything they're kind of all just sort of there you know and there, oh, there wow. can be bad ones but there can be ones that are that's like with anything like, mm-hmm. right yeah run yes exactly oh that's cool mm-hmm. I like that yeah <laughs> I like that I love thinking that demons get a bad rap that makes me they no wonder they're do. irritated <gasps> I would be <Right>. too <laughs> Exactly. I'm not the bad guy. <laughs> yeah, I think I like them like, maybe that's why okay I have a really weird question that it just popped (laughs) in my head and it was like kind of related to something you're talking about a while ago do your kids have any of your gifts is that too nosy do you not want to share that no it's not okay Uh, no it's totally fine I actually don't tend to even talk about my kids too much to like because I'm weird I'm a weirdo but I'll totally do this um my son when he was little 
Oh my God. He's so gifted. Um, he's, he's amazing. He can remember a whole bunch of his past lives. Um, at one point he was two years old. My, my son started speaking at nine months old, which is insane. Like, I don't know any children. So I would like, that's wild. It's insane. You're not mentally prepared for that. (laughs) You're like, I have to censor myself right now. Crap. (laughs) Oh, I just don't censor myself. So he has a very rich vocabulary. Um, But but, yeah, but I would say like, I would be like, I can interview a nine month old and like ask it its opinions. Do you know what I mean? So I would totally talk to him about everything all the time just because I could. But when he was two, he looked down one morning, he like woke up and he looked at his hands and he went, (gasps) and I was like, what? And he was like, my hands are the wrong color. Like my skin didn't used to be this color and so he has all these memories of all these lives and then he told me one time about a life that he had where his house caught on fire and he ran down the stairs and he ran across the street and then he fell and then a car that was being pulled by a horse ran him over and that's how he died right but he didn't know what horse he didn't even know what horses and carriages were or anything and I was like well that had to suck like you escaped the house fire and then you took a trip. No I'm kidding. <laughs> Give him a break. Swipe had a <laughs> real, real bad luck. Oh my God. That's right. I mean, that was terrible. But he would also draw all these pictures about God and like God lives in the middle of the sun. And when you die, your soul goes into the middle of the sun. And I was like, wow. And and then he drew this one picture when he was three. And it was like, God was a half, was half woman and half man, but in the middle, he was neither. Like, it was like amazing. And my son Whoa. was just this awesome, yeah, a little like tiny prophet person. <laughs> I used to make videos of him do it, talking about stuff. But um, so he's 10 now and now he's like epically too cool for everything. Of course, um, I'm cool mom. Very like, well, yeah so I mean but he still has a bag of crystals that he kind of like talks to every night but he's not really as open with me about yeah all of that stuff yeah. anymore it's not cool a little frustrating yeah. come back and my around. daughter's very my daughter's super um empathic and emotional but she's very quiet like she's not a big talker like my son is and I went, oh, one time I actually took her to the pediatrician to be like why isn't she talking and the pediatrician's like well I've only been in the room with you and your son for five minutes but she can't get a word in edgewise between the two of you <laughs> so that's probably why that's real. and so. she's like yeah <laughs> right, that's what exactly. a sweetie though I know right <laughs> but she'll randomly say things and then they happen a couple days later so I think she's got it going on too mm. but she's just more low-key about it so yeah wow. oh wow yeah. that's oh, really wow, neat wow. Yeah, that's, it's fun it's fun I can't it's imagine a nine-month-old communicating it was wild like, I would be all about it though because it's like all of that stuff is so fresh and it's like tell me what you know tell me what you know like <laughs> yeah, what would, do you remember it's there all day yeah I would just interview him all day every day because I was just and I would always like post little snippets of what he was saying on Facebook it's just because it's so cool it was, it was yeah really cool. oh wow that's that's pretty neat I've never heard of anything like that that's special yeah it was wild it was wild. oh cool Oh man. Well, <laughs> God. Okay. My mind's blown. I don't really have a lot Me more too. to ask. I mean, do you Erica? Like out of, I mean, I, I of course wanted to know, this is really kind of weird, but like as an empath, what happens when you come across sociopaths? Have you come across any? <laughs> oh, this is an interesting question. That's loaded. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> loaded. I know like, it's loaded. I've... Sorry. <laughs> no, I've, I've, I'm remembering this time when I walked by this guy in the mall and everything in me was like, oh, he's a murderer. You know what I mean? I was like, yes. (laughs) Yeah. I felt that before with people. It's like, get away now. This isn't good. Right. And so I actually trained my energy field. Like it's kind of like Harry Potter spell time because I trained my energy field and I'll just stay like invisible. So if there's like some creepy dude that I just don't want like looking at me in Wawa or somewhere, I guess not everybody has Wawa, but you know, in whatever (laughs) store I'm in. Um, I just say like invisibility and what happens is the way I trained my energy field to do this, if anyone wants to practice this is I just would practice kind of blending into the energy around me in rooms. So I spent like all of high school trying to just blend in and hide from everybody, you know, cause I just wasn't in the mood to talk to anybody. And mm-hmm. so yeah. I kind of would learn to match my vibration to like the space around me. And a lot of empaths just naturally know how to do this, right? Like we, we didn't know we knew it, but we knew it when someone pointed it out, like, oh yeah, I can just naturally kind of blend into my surroundings and not call attention to myself energetically. So I have trained 
my my energy field that if I say invisibility, I immediately just sort of chameleon with the energy in the space around me so that nobody kind of notices me. I'm on a little bit of a tangent, but um, oh, no. I do that when oh. I encounter people who feel like sociopaths, right? Because I'm just like, I've had enough creepers in my life. Like no one's trying to get stalked or have anybody weird be around. So um, the way I feel with like sociopathic people or really toxic people or just like, I don't know, bad people in general, mm-hmm. it's like a, I get like a very hollow dark vacant space in the middle of my chest that's kind of what it feels like to be around them and like narcissists um, when I read the energy of a narcissist their energy is just black like very black to me because there's not really a lot of hope there um, because in order to do because self-work is our hope line right like the way that we can ever ascend is through self-work but a narcissist doesn't naturally have access to to that because in order to do self-work you have to be willing to improve and in order to be willing to improve you must be willing to be wrong and a narcissist does not have those qualities and they're perfect of course there's just like a (laughs) of course it's everyone else's fault that's the big one it's the world who is wrong yeah people like that there's just a very it's very dark in their energy field and I can't really access it mm-hmm. so I mean I can read it I definitely I'm definitely highly like skilled in knowing what what how to appease a narcissist but like I can't I can't see anything but the dark the dark energy when I'm wow. in their energy mm-hmm. field so yeah, like our, our aura is like a like is that another thing too like you can see them on everybody is that just or is that aura just another term for energy kind of I don't really know like people I, people have asked me about this and whenever I talk to somebody this is another one of those weird things that I didn't know I was seeing until someone pointed it out to me and I was just like oh you don't always just have a color associated with a person you know what I mean like I, yeah. I just thought that was a normal part of being human mm-hmm. um I guess I don't know if it is or not but I think that there are as because um whenever I do a reading I, I kind of do an energy scan and my guides give me certain colors that go with that person for that day um or what's going on in their life right then um but I have one client and every time she talks to me she's like what's my aura like today and then my guides will show it to me you know but she's always got certain colors everybody has certain colors that just naturally go with them to me um so I don't know if that's an aura. I, I guess it probably is, but I'm Sounds not like, like it. yeah, I'm not like, it's not like when someone walks in a room, they're like enshrined in a halo of yellow or something. <laughs> it's more like when I think of them, they are also yellow. You know what I mean? So yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you could just be receiving that. That's the way you receive it. You know, yeah, some people might yeah. see it. Some kind of like have that instinct like that you get you know and I think that everybody kind of yeah receives their information in different ways so it's kind of just learning about how you receive information and believing it and trusting it and being okay with it and all that yeah oh we gotta get better at believing I know well we believe everyone else we we're not good at believing ourselves I believe everyone else it's true I know uh we'll get there We'll get there. It's because it's like everybody thinks it's other than them because like they think that like certain special people can do these things. Yeah. And the only thing is that those people are just believing themselves and listening to themselves. That's my thought on it anyway, really. Oh, totally. I had the lovely pleasure of going to a private school in all through elementary and junior high. So I really got that like Christian guilt, like hammered into my mind. So yeah, that's <laughs> really slowly undoing that. That's where that comes from. Oh, see, yeah, I grew up a baptized so Catholic. So, oh boy. And well, I mean, like I say that, but I basically went through first communion and my, cause my mom was like, you need to at least do that. And I was like, fine, I will. And then afterward I didn't go back to church and I went to an oh. elementary school that was called harmony elementary. So like I was oh, at so hippie better. school for most of my yeah. life. So. Yeah. We had chapel every hippie Friday. Yeah. yeah. You had to wear your skirt the right way. We didn't have Halloween. We had harvest fair like all yep. these things we had a we had a school-wide meeting where we could not um talk about harry potter or we'd get in trouble and <laughs> i was man. the only kid in my class whose parents weren't religious i went there because they thought it was like a good sat prep i was that only kid there like i we never went to church anything my dad's very like 
likes Charles Darwin and all these things my school hated. And like, <laughs> <laughs> and I, uh, it was just, it was very weird for me. And I remember when we had that group meeting where it's like, you can't read Harry Potter. Like it's not against our ethics here at the school. I remember, maybe this is my weird, my weird <laughs> Aquarius Leo placements coming out, but <laughs> I raised my hand and I was like, well, I have a question. Why can we read The Wizard of Oz then? Because Glenda's a witch. Yes, go you. And I remember the teacher was like, <laughs> like, well, oh, we can't, man. we'll have to look into that. And I was <laughs> like, yeah, I think you do. <laughs> yeah. Because you guys seem to be cool with Dorothy and she hung out with all kinds of witches. That's so real. <laughs> and wizards. That's so true. Right? Right? I was exactly. so mad that they told me I couldn't read it. I'm like, well, so you let's start teasing out everything, guys, because if you're going to not allow one, then let's really own this craziness that you're <laughs> imposing on us. I was yeah. so mad. The programming <laughs> is real, though. Like, if you have any kind of Christian programming, it's real. You have to be really gentle with yourself. Is like, oh, you man. I can't Im all imagine it. if my parents were like all in on it, and I would be even more so. I'd be, yeah, full really crazy. Hard. My mom has definitely still tried to be like, oh, well, you know, I've gone to church to go. And I'm like, that's good for you, mom. Like, I've just been like, that's good for you. I'm glad that you're going I mean, for you. Catholics are very witchy. I mean, quite honestly, they they're, are they're lighting candles. I know that's what's sing. so frustrating. They have all kinds of cool rituals, and yeah. they got angels. And it's because they stole and... it from everyone else, <laughs> and then they yeah, just put their little stamp true. of the church on it. Deep, deep, deep. That's exactly right. That's so real. Baloney. Yep. <sighs> it's a bunch of baloney. <laughs> just make it fun. Go back to being like nature's awesome and respect and i want all that not all ruled by men that that exactly <laughs> yes for real that would be <laughs> feelings about that i'll get off my my side of feelings about that too yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can do a whole five-year long podcast on yep. <laughs> feelings on that got lots of feelings for real that. whatever it's that. hard not to um i guess maybe my our last question can be so like as a parting like advice I don't know kind of like a good takeaway of like how to maybe start like your own journey and becoming like a, a baby witch version of you like <laughs> what would you kind of like tell people like encourage them to like kind of start that whole journey for themselves other than taking your classes which obviously they should they should do yeah also that <laughs> right but um yeah aside from that um <laughs> I love witchcraft because I really feel like witchcraft is kind of like um, a tangible version of self-work and like the ascension process mm -hmm. and like spirituality because um, you have to, with witch work, you have to like know what your intention is to mm -hmm. so infuse it into whatever it is that you're doing. And you have to like respect the energy of all objects and creatures and everything. Like you're, you're assuming that everything has an innate kind of life force energy in it and you're respecting that and you're working with it in, in harmony. There's not really like that hierarchy um, that happens and there's, it's pretty equalized and witchcraft respects like the feminine energy and yeah. neutral energy and it makes room for people to not be perfect and um things like that but you know with with witches and which with, with witch work witch work i um like to always say that it's just important to follow your inner guidance because it's always going to lead you to whatever it is that where you belong because there's so many different facets of it like you can do crystals or you can do potions or you can do like you know spells or whatever um your inner guidance is going to speak to you. And so that getting out of your own way is part of that, but mm -hmm. also dismantling the fear that's inherent in all of this, because like we've been kind of dancing around the topic, there's a lot of fear assigned to witch work. And mm -hmm. I've had clients, or I was teaching a class once, um, I don't know what I was teaching about, but the lady was like, I love everything you're saying, but why do you have to use the word witch? It's so off-putting. Like, can't you just say like that you're just the spiritual uh -huh. teacher? And I said, no, no. <laughs> because I want you, right. 
Exactly. I said, absolutely not. And actually I said, that question is specifically why I use the word witch, because I want you to start associating the word witch with someone like me, rather than with whatever you've been taught is a witch. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, right. Like claiming, claiming the words is such a big thing. It's, it's another way, like I said earlier, it's kind of like coming out, like I'm going to own this word and let it define me. And then what happens next? Like if I can own the word, witch, how empowering can that actually be? Like, I'm not scared anyone's gonna find out I'm not gonna I'm like like hiding myself I'm gonna be like yeah I got this awesome like oracle deck and check out my crystals or I can like hand out crystals to random people because they're like oh she's a witch so whatever it makes sense <laughs> you know it gives context through how to receive me but they're receiving a more authentic version of me yes. right because I claimed yes. that word and I stopped being afraid of people knowing that part of me it dismantles the vulnerability a little bit to claim certain words that mm -hmm. and say they belong to us which is why i think empath's a good word to claim and intuitive is a good word to claim and which is a good word to claim right because it's like we're saying this is who i am and what if that's okay you know so i would kind of i guess i always rant about how which witch work and self-work are the same thing and that's kind of why right like in order to say i'm a witch you have to do a certain degree of self-work and so yeah. From there, it's just like to be a baby witch is just get clear on your intentions. I always have them start by practicing on themselves first. So it's like only do any kind of energy work on yourself, grounding, cleansing, protection, energy, because as you do these, these spells or whatever, initiate this energy, you're going to find out how it's landing, how it's working um, and all that stuff. But mostly it's just True. like, trust yourself and like allow it to be joyful. We like deprive ourselves of so much joy Man. in the name of fear yeah. or yes. judgment. It's just a shame. I feel like it's sad because all of us want all this real, but then we kind of withhold it from ourselves. Mm -hmm. So I like it. No, it's not a ramble. So basically though. people should get a cute candle, light it, tell themselves they're awesome yes. or whatever drink they like, whether it's alcoholic or not, might yep. be wine <laughs> and put some good intention to that wine while you're drinking it. Yes, exactly. I love Start that. Start with that. And then with the time Perfect. you drink it, see what happens, <laughs> right? You'll be feeling good. And then yes. you can check back later. <laughs> I'm all for it. That sounds like the perfect ritual. Of <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Should I, and then, yeah, you can ask whatever you want. Should I have another one? See what guys. <laughs> no, and then lean towards like... or away from the North star. And, yeah. <laughs> and soon you'll be outside like me being. Exactly. Being all kinds of weird that I love. <laughs> I love it too. I think that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and go look at the moon. Whenever in doubt, Always. look at the moon. Mm -hmm. Whenever in doubt, look at the moon. Exactly. But she never lets you take a good picture of her. Have you ever noticed that? Like, oh, I'll be like, the moon so is amazing. True. And then my camera is like, does it look it's like this little so blur? It's like, like a spotlight like Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> it's that always blurry. <laughs> They're related. <laughs> Oh my God. That's so funny. <laughs> oh God. It's true though. I'm always so excited when it's a full moon to be like, Oh, I remembered. I got all my stuff. My things are good. Yeah. I'm going to go take a picture. I'm out here anyway. Nope. And it's like, nope. damn it. You're like, <laughs> Hey awful. guys, check out this cute little white dot on my, yeah, <laughs> my street lights in the corner yeah, of it. And exactly. it's like, the street light looks better. This is yeah. Amazing. It's so real. It's so true. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for spending time with us yeah. and all of your wonderful energy and knowledge Absolutely. and you were thank you. so much fun to talk to seriously thank you we thank you guys for anyway, having me i feel energized good awesome i want to feel it now <laughs> yeah it was awesome to get to talk to you guys i really enjoyed my time with you so thank you for having me thank you oh be sure to you gotta <laughs> tell love people us. yeah so yes it <laughs> Sorry, Erica's puppy is choking in the back. I know he, he sneezed oh, no. and then coughed. If you heard that, it's not me, it's him. It's Aww. my crappy chihuahua. But I know that people can find all of your links on your website, but um, I'll let you give everybody the rundown yeah. on how they can find you. Promote yourself, please. <laughs> I'll do the whole spiel, yeah. right? Um, 
so yeah, you can find me on, I'm on Instagram at moonstone underscore witchery. Like I said, it's a lot of memes, um, but I try to use them as teachable moments in the comment threads just because, or just because I'm just screwing around. I think things are funny. Um, <laughs> and then there's, I, I'm on my website, um, moonstonewitchery.com. And um, you can find me. I have a podcast. I'm on Spotify. I'm on like Google's podcast. I'm on most of them, but Apple won't pick me up. And I don't know why. Oh, um, that's so that's weird. I think it's rude too. Um, but so, but I'm pretty much everywhere else with my podcast. So um, definitely hit me up there. Um, basically, if you type Moonstone Witchery on like any social yeah. media, there's some variety of me there, but I'm not <laughs> yeah, always okay, like cool. active with all of them. People will be like, oh, you need to be on Witch Talk. And so like I tried and I was like, I don't have time for this. Like I'm too like. It's okay. That's how we are with Facebook. We're like uh, Facebook and Twitter. We're like, uh, yeah, <laughs> TikTok, like, we can't figure any of it out. Right. Like it's. If I'm trying to be like super witty or something, I'll go like make a tweet like just because I like then I want to screenshot it and put it on my Instagram. Like that's yep. the only reason I'm using Twitter, <laughs> like Twitter for anything is to just feed my like Instagram. That made so sense to me. I would totally right. do that. Exactly. <laughs> Probably have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So awesome. and I have products and I have like a witchy subscription box and we also do like oh, crystal cool. of the month um, and that's like uh, fifteen dollars and you get like a nice sized crystal for that. Was that one as well? So. Yeah, I'm actually looking at it right now. I'm like, oh, crystal of the month. <laughs> I need this. I need that. Now my website's about to be redesigned because apparently it's having problems. So if you're having issues on my website, you can always just hit the email us link and it'll go directly to us. So that's, that's oh, okay. Cool. And people can, I guess, call you too if they set up appointments with you. Yeah, you can set up intuitive readings. I do half hour readings or hour long intuitive readings. And like I said, I'll do past life readings and past life regressions. Um, And I once quarterly, I'll open medium readings up. So I kind of make an announcement places when I do that. So So you don't wear yourself out. That shit's a lot. (laughs) Exactly. It is a lot. Yeah, for real. You gotta look out for yourself. Oh, that's fine. Okay. I'm yeah. going to be looking at all that tonight after Thank you. the two-year-old is asleep. Yes. Right? <laughs> that's my time to like look up things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. And thank you again. Yeah, you this has so been so special. Fun. Like I'm really excited. I love about talking them. to you. I want to call you every night and talk to you. <laughs> but I won't. Don't worry. But I want to. <laughs> no, but if you feel something tingling back here on the back of your head, like that's that's Erica thinking like I should probably. Right. Down. She's just like yeah, sending me her thoughts. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, hey, isn't this cool? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right well this is the night guys podcast i'm liana i'm erica i'm Rian. okay thanks bye. guys bye thanks guys bye thank you <laughs>